Yo, what's good? What's good? What's happening with y'all? Yes, sir. We in here. Got my man 10 ready in the building. Just waiting for some more people to get up in here. Hope everybody having a good week. See Carbon Q out there. Carbon Q in the building. Throwing up all kind of little stuff out there. He just dropped a link to my man's channel, his Instagram. I got a pin at the top of the comments. So when you come in, go check him out. Tech Money, what's good, brother? What's good? What's good? How was your week? We ain't here tonight, man. We're going to have some good conversation with this brother. He got a lot going on. He got a lot going on. Look like he can teach you about some money things, some physical fitness stuff, some prepping stuff. I think he's covering all kind of bases. He like the Black James Bond up in this camp. Yeah, man. Gonna have fun tonight. Rough week, but maintain. Well, man, I hope it get better. Tap in. What's good, homie? Tap in Productions. That's my guy. Brother, I was looking at a picture of you. Actually, it was a. I was looking back at the first meetup video. You was a little pudgy. You didn't slam down now, brother. It's a big difference from Tap In Productions in Houston to Tap In Productions in Nashville. Maurice Evans, what's happening, brother? How you doing? I see you out there. Maurice passing out carbon, all kind of flowers. Mark Thompson in the building was good, fam. I see you. Coy in the building, I see you. New Coy had to tap in. Yes, sir. Got Kane in there. What's up, Square? I see you out there. All my squares, what's up? My man tap in said, yes, sir, in that gym. Yes, sir, I see you. Shanna Ewan, that means Jason close by. What's happening, Ms. Ewan? Welcome, welcome. Jason is close by. Where you at? Yes, sir. I'm going get, to get a few more people in here, and then we're going to bring this brother on up. Hope everybody doing good. Hope everybody done got all their SHOT Show content in. Everybody know what they want for this year. Got already the major list, making them early Christmas lists. I already copped something for the new year. Mm-hmm. So did. Got to finish editing up the video so I can get it up for y'all so y'all have something to watch tomorrow, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little late to the party on this one, though. But it's here, though. It's here. Yes, sir. When y'all come in, hit that like button for me. Hit that like button. Share the video, man. Share it. Bring some other people in here. Tribe of Kings in the building. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Got the tribe in here, y'all. Them brothers, boy, they be getting it in. They be putting in that work. That brother, he done already got the ham radio stuff out there and everything. So I'm talking. So I'm talking. There you go, Jason. I knew he wasn't too far behind. You see one, the other one right behind. Yeah, man. 
I'm finna bring this brother in here. We'll get a couple more people on here. Hollow Point, what's good with you, brother? What's good with you? Man, it's beautiful seeing all y'all coming through, saying what's up to each other, spreading that love. If y'all wondering what I'm looking at, I got two screens. I can see the comments faster over here than I can over here. Yep. Anybody, what's y'all's New Year resolutions? Who made New Year resolutions? And who gonna stick to them New Year resolutions? Nobody ever stick to them. Well, who, who's sticking to theirs? My New Year's resolution is to buy more guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will. Buy more guns. That's what we're doing in 2023. Buying more guns. <laughs> Take money, say, yes, sir. Did you hear the government's labeling preppers as domestic terrorists simply for being prepared for disasters? What the hell? You need to sit down somewhere. They also talking about um, changing, uh, like, the shockwave shotguns to SBSs, making them NFA items. I saw a video that said something about the, the ATF admits they made a mistake, but I had to back out of YouTube real quick. And when I went back in, it was gone. I can't pull it back up. That's right, Maurice. Y'all hit that like button. We got 14 people and eight likes. Come on, now. hit that like button. All right. I hope this brother ready. Cause I'm gonna bring him on the screen. Man, Patrick Irie, what's good, brother? What's good? I see you, fam. Bam! Hey, yeah. What's going on? Brother. This <laughs> is Sean, y'all. 10A ready. Why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself? Hey, my name is Sean from 10A ready. Um, a little bit about my background. Uh, former Marine, did some time in the Marine Corps. Uh, former law enforcement, also... Uh, First responder, paramedic as well. Uh, 10 Ready is basically a multi-service company with a focus on preparedness. Uh, I built this company because, um, I guess as corny as it sounds, I actually have a an authentic love for our people. Um, when my people talk about we love us, I oftentimes ask, what are you doing for us? Uh, mm -hmm. And so I built this company to educate us, to empower us, okay. and to, um, you know, try to give us a handbook uh, or give us a leg up on a game that was systematically not configured for us to win or to prevail. Um, so um, I'm out of uh, Northern Virginia right now. Okay. Um, and so the whole, you know, you know the, the, the corny introduction is, hey, this is Sean from 10 Ready. We are a multi-service company with a focus on preparedness. We're experts in three areas, security, tactical training, uh, stock market analysis and publication and asset protection. But um, like I said, man, I built this company because uh, um, I've been a fan of us ever since I've been a child. And um, uh, I'm not a fan of just running my mouth. I'm a fan of actually doing something to help our people. So this is what I do. Uh, um, 
I don't believe that as people, we are as prepared as we need to be uh, for any number of events, uh, you know, grid down, power outage, uh, right. financial collapse, you know, don't get me running my mouth. So y'all cut me off, but um, a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> a little nah, They ain't gonna cut you off, brother. They gonna let you talk. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, this is raw and uncut, brother. And you're right, we are. Uh, we are way behind and definitely not prepared in all those areas, at least some of us anyway. Right. Uh, right. I don't uh, think, I can't say everybody is, is behind, but uh, some of us, there's a lot of us out there that are, that are definitely going to be in right. a bad situation if stuff went down. And you know, and when I say that, I don't, I don't mean any, uh, I don't mean to be devaluating in nature. I don't mean any disrespect to our culture, to our community, but I, I see little things and I've always been taught either, you know, you you can you can you can make you know castigating remarks about something, or you can actually do something. So, you know, whenever people have me, and I try to again, you know, drop a couple of jewels, man, educate, and just try to you know teach people how to overcome some things and how to be prepared. Because the reality is, let me tell you something, man. My grandmama taught me when I was a little boy, man. It was before I even got in the military. My grandmother said to me one time, she said, "Baby, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it." Just just some real yeah. basic stuff. And this is way before I even got into the military. I remember um, just a quick story. Once I was in the military, man, we went out to the field to do some training. And I remember one of the sergeants at the time, he was like, hey, look, it's going to rain. Y'all need to go ahead and take y'all, what you call them? I can't forget what you call these suits, Gore-Tex. Um, I forget what they called them Jones back in the day, but you need to take your suit. It's going to be raining out there. And so I'm looking like, man, it's sunny as a mug, man. Ain't, it don't even look like it's about to rain. I'm good. I'm going to leave that joint in the back. So I, I totally just disregarded what he said. Long story short, we got out there, started digging trenches, blah, 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 blah. And it started to rain. Not only did it start to rain, it started to pour. Then the temperature dropped. Then it started to snow. I was like, damn, I should have listened to what this dude said. And so in the back <laughs> of my mind, it's, that, was a, that, was a, um, that was a good example of better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So um, I'm sure, you know, we shout out to the Tribe of Kings, man, and all the good people you got on here tonight, Carbon Q and everybody. If you right. have been through something and you have been, um, you know, you didn't have your behind handed to you or you've been uh, so inconvenienced, you know, right. some of us, we learn from that. And, and so we now put things in place, um, you know, to mitigate the effects of things, you know, happening uh, in life. So, right. Um, yeah. So I'm big on the whole thing of preparedness. So. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of our people don't grasp the concept of that, you know, stuff can happen. And just because you see something on social media or it doesn't look it looks like it's something that can never happen in your lifetime doesn't mean it won't happen right you know we're, a lot of people that's died in in wars and uh stuff like that didn't think that that was going to happen in their lifetime and it right. happened you, you right. have to be ready for whatever situation right people that was in the, the great depression didn't think they would ever be in a position to where they would be struggling like that but it happened right you know right. we went into a recession before it looks like we might be headed towards one again Man, well, if you ask me, I say we in it. Uh, I think that the true uh, financial definition of a recession is, I believe it's two consecutive quarters of negative uh, GDP, which is growth domestic product. Um, right. You know, I just came back from a conference a couple, uh, a couple of months ago where they were saying we're actually in a recession. But um, generally speaking, uh, the mainstream news media outlet doesn't like to tell you that they don't like to always be honest with you. And generally, by the time they tell you that we're in a recession, we've probably been in one for a long time. I mean, I don't know. I, you know what I'm saying? You said we keep it real out here. So let me go in and jazz my coat around here. <laughs> um, I don't know about y'all, but I could talk about what I see in my life. You feel me? 
Um, yeah. my, all my bills are up. My trash bill is up. Uh, my water bill is up. My electricity bill is up. Um, every, every utility bill that I pay, uh, my property taxes have gone up. Uh, and so, you know, when people say like, what inflation, all you have to do is, is look at the price of everything that's going up. I don't know about y'all. Yeah. I mean, when I step, when I step to the cashier at the grocery store, I'm like, you know, after I pay for my groceries and I come to the checkout, can I'm like, yo, what did I just buy? This this joint's at three hundred and seventy-five dollars. I got a loaf of bread, some peanut butter, and some toothpicks. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, if, if people if people are not able to see this, um, you know, then then they're you know the prognosis for them is not good. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on out here, man. And and a lot of people don't believe in preparation ones because it ain't sexy, it ain't popular, um, and because a lot of people have the normalcy bias. They think because it's always been normal because it's it, or or they think that. Well, that it's just happening over there, you know. That that's just over there. Oh, the water in Jackson, Mississippi, that's just over there. Oh, um, right. what, what's my people up in um, is it in Michigan? What, what my Flint, Michigan. Are? Yeah, Flint, Michigan. You yep. know, we have this mentality of saying it's just <laughs> taking place over there, and so somehow we foolishly don't think it could ever happen over here. Um, and respect to the algorithm, because I know we can't really say what we want to say, but um, allegedly in uh, 2020. Uh, the cough cough happened over there. And then, and when we looked up, the Johnic come over here and shut the whole globe down for two years. So, you know, be real right. careful when you think that something is just over there because it's it's a small world. Gotcha, gotcha. That man say like Jay-Z son. <laughs> <laughs> they wild. Allow me to read the dude myself. No, let me stop, man. Let me be professional. I'm on YouTube tonight. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I know me and Queen was talking a few weeks ago because I went to the grocery store. And the stuff I got, I'm looking at it when it when it got rung up, I'm looking at the total. Right. And I'm looking at what I got. And I was like, hold up. I was like, that number used to be a lot more stuff in my basket. Right. And then when you go to the gas pump and you see those prices, I went to Walmart and it looked like somebody went in and robbed them. Mm. And so I was like, okay. So I do feel the the whole recession thing. I do feel that people are not prepared. I know in my area where I live at, I got a lot of hillbillies running around me down here in Manchester where I live at. And uh, they ready. (laughs) They ready. Yeah, I know some of these Yeah, man, like, that's 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 a burden of mine because you know, I mean, I'm not trying to. Uh, let me again make sure I uh, monitor my words. But I was looking at something on YouTube one day, and they were talking about. Uh, I'm not going. I'm not going to call them out because I don't want to give them any attention. But they were talking about a particular group uh, of men that do not share our melanin, mm-hmm. um, and they were, I guess, somewhat of a militia type of group. And mm-hmm. when I watched this documentary on them, um, you know, I was impressed by the way that they train together. They eat together, they hunt together, they sharpen their, you know, they sharpen their knives together. Um, uh, they are proficient in tactics and uh, in, in running yeah. perimeter security. They're proficient in terms of communication and running hand radios, um, yeah. you know, things like filtering war. I mean, it, I was like, I'm looking at these dudes like, man, they're, they're, they're ready. Uh, they, they, they participate in something that I'm big on, which is forming alliances. That's another thing to my people. I remember Tavis Smiley said a long time ago. <laughs> I ain't heard that. I remember old school, school Tavis Smiley, BET back in the day. Yeah. He said one thing our folks need to do a better job of 
is just speaking to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Hey, good morning. Like, you know, I'm I'm I was born down south and raised up north, some kind of a hybrid, but my southern roots, like oh, you try to come general roots, you know, <laughs> man. My southern roots take over, man. Like, you know, down south, if you you know, you don't speak to somebody. You know, it's, it's deemed as disrespectful. But up north, man, you just walk past somebody and don't even speak. But we need to do a better job of at least speaking to each other. You know what I'm saying? Because when it all goes down, man, you you will need some. You're gonna you're gonna need an alliance, a team, a village, a mag, a tribe. You're gonna need more than just yourself to make it through something that's difficult. You know what I'm saying? But you know, brother, it's like if you speak to somebody now, even if you speak to a, another melanated person. They, it's like sometimes it looks like they get offended because you spoke to them. Depending on what kind of person they are, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, it's you like know, they get offended. I still speak, right? But they look at you sideways, like, who are you talking to? Why are you speaking to me? You know what I'm man, I just say good morning. How you doing, brother? Man, what's happening? What's going on? Hey, how you, you know, I just, I just speak to folk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, man, when it all goes down, man, that, that's another thing, man. Like you. I remember I was living somewhere one time, man, where there was this, uh, there was a huge unexpected snowstorm that came through the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, the snowstorm came through, it dumped a rack of snow on the neighborhood. And then after the snowstorm subsided, like five hours later, it came by and dumped an additional, I don't know, like 10, 12, 12 inches of snow. Right. Um, the bottom line is the next, the following morning, you had all these people who had never seen this type of snow and they weren't prepared. Ain't nobody no snow blowers. They got these little tiny little shovels, and every, you know people trying to dig out or whatever. And people ended up walking to the local uh, corner store, or whatever, to get groceries because they, they couldn't use their car. But yo, then you notice how people slowly but surely started to speak to each other. Hey, hey how, how you doing, bro? Uh, you know, we, we, we know with that shovel, you mind blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why does it take this type of event to make people just speak to each other? Think right. of the powerful alliance you could have had if you spoke to each other on a regular basis. Hey, Ms. Jones, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Down south, that's the <laughs> We speak to folks. Hey, man, down south, you ain't got to know nobody. Boy, you ride by that junk, you'd be like, all right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you ain't got to know nobody, but um, don't give me the clown. But it's amazing what it takes. It's amazing that we, we, we oftentimes wait till an event takes place that is not so pleasant to cause us to speak and to cause us to interact with each other, man. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. some folks in the preparedness community, man, we good. I, I speak to folk because I'm kind, I'm, I'm nice, I'm polite, um, and I'm a fan of us, you know what I'm saying? But, I miss the days when um, you used to, like back in the 90s, for example, I could be walking in the gas station and see a brother I didn't even know. And we dab it up like, what's up, right, homie? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now you speak to a dude, they be looking at you like they're ready to fight. You know what I'm saying? They, so it's they like, need something. it's it's exactly till they need something. And I'm, I'm afraid that by the time they realize that they're gonna need us, it's gonna be too late. It is. Yeah, it because is. once 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 that smoke come, if you ain't already down, you, you just gonna get left. Like my boy say it work out of time. They ain't all gonna make it. And and he's right. Unfortunately, yeah. he's right. And like I told Tribe of Kings, I just call him my ammo carriers. Yeah, that's the thing. And you know, man, um, another thing I'm big on is is mentality. So those who know me, man, I'm, I'm big on yeah. mindset. Um, so look, all my two A community, shout out. Y'all don't 
y'all don't hey y'all don't take me out now but look i love y'all so let's, <laughs> so let's get to it yes you need a two-way you know what i'm saying yeah you need multiple yeah. tweets that's cool but your mentality is more dangerous than your 2a because them alphabet boys can come take your 2a anytime they want to yeah. and for those who think yeah we'll let them try it uh they have unlimited resources unlimited yeah. weapons they can take your 2a when they get ready what they cannot take is your mentality uh, yeah. and so you know the mentality is the thing that makes you most dangerous how you think how you observe how you analyze how you move are you basic um do you move with the general flow of the average civilian or do you think outside of the rectangle because i hate saying thing outside the box everybody say thing outside the box so the mentality uh the mindset of preparedness is something that i'm big on if you wait until everybody else goes to the store to get something you're gonna be short yep um you know uh, i ain't gonna tell all my secrets but i i do not move in an average way uh that i used to move when i was younger um, i don't i don't go with the average flow of civilians because when you do average you get average so like man you know at the end of the at the end of the afternoon i'm gonna keep switching it up preparedness is moving today in anticipation of tomorrow it's action today in anticipation of what you could encounter tomorrow right. it's putting it's putting multiple rings multiple layers of security and protection between you and a potential threat so that when that threat materializes or shows up uh, the effects that it has on you your friends your family and your loved ones are mitigated because you have put things in place for instance a power outage um back in 2018 the NIAC put out some information the NIAC is an acronym I believe it stands for the National Infrastructure Advisory Commission they were a commission that was um uh they they were tasked to advise the president on the status of the nation's infrastructure during that time they let the president know that the nation's infrastructure is uh superannuated it is old retired yeah. frail brittle and it is in desperate need of um uh, uh upgrade yeah. i don't know if you guys have ever seen these local substations out here dumb jumps don't even be having no walls around them ain't no security guards on them they're, they're open that's just looking at, at local substations uh, but they were talking this article which i can point you to once this is over because th this article was uh it's it's public information it was published by the department of homeland security of course i'd never say anything that's not public information but it's um it was basically saying that um the united states needs to be prepared for an event that could potentially take down the grid um and could potentially exacerbate resources far beyond anything that america has ever seen right. no problem <laughs> i had to do my I, I did a beeline that day to go get a generator you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, because when it happens not not if but when it finally happens whether it's a glitch or whether it's an attack or whether it's a momentary hiccup in the system or uh you know maybe something is just offline at the moment whatever reason they give you it only affects you your family and your loved one how do you put some kind of layer of protection in between yourself and that situation get you a generator get you some gas get some fuel stabilizer so that you can prolong the life of your gas get you some spark plugs actually take the generator out the box turn it off and on and train with it 
don't let the first time you use the generator be the time when it's dark as hell outside. It's a power outage. It's a grid down scenario. Two degrees outside. It's freezing. So it's the it's the mindset of preparedness that that um, that once our people truly embrace, uh, we will truly be uh, powerful beyond measure, independent. Which of course is not a popular thing to to say because uh, powers of be don't really want us to be independent thing for ourselves. What they say about this stuff on the line now. (laughs) They say America's worst nightmare is an educated black man and woman. I've heard that. They also say that the greatest threat to the healthcare system is a healthy person. Yeah. Hmm. Reminds me of Stop, man. You're not gonna get me taken out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't knocking at my door, player. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. I. We gotta get out of a out of this mindset. Well, I ain't gonna say we, because it's not all of us. But people that are still in this mindset worried about what rappers are beefing, what reality show is gonna be the next greatest thing. And they're not thinking about none of the stuff that you're talking about. They're not talking like, for example, if the grid go down, banking is not gonna be a thing anymore. So how are you going to barter? What are you going to use the barter with? How are you going to get I'm glad you stuff? asked the question. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, look, I ain't going to give all these secrets away now. Y'all going to have to invite me back. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, just, it's just the mindset. The mindset is, it's just like chess, man. With my, I, got a, I got my little son, uh, my little baby boy. We teach him how to play chess. Chess is thinking ahead two to three to four, five steps ahead of what your opponent will do. Mm-hmm. The same way of preparedness. It's it's thinking and preparedness really is not is not vortex algebra. It's just, man, you know what, bro? It's some dark clouds out there. Look like it's probably gonna rain. Man, let me go ahead and get this umbrella real quick. If it doesn't rain, I'm good. But if it does rain, I'ma sing and I'ma dance in this joint because the rain doesn't hurt me as much because I got an umbrella homeboy. And so that's what preparedness is in my mind. It's, it's little basic first grade things, putting some things in place. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, the infrastructure is old. Oh, y'all, y'all talking about attacks? Have y'all not seen the news with people that apparently have been these substations? If you don't have, a, if you don't have some kind of generator for a solar panel, you that's on you. You see what I'm saying? But yep. when it all goes down, if you got some things in place, the effects of what's going on do not affect you as much. They're talking about food shortages. Stuff is high in price. We didn't all been to the joint, you know, back in 2020, where at least I have standing in line. First of all, we had I had to stand in line outside of certain grocery stores. They really had us out in that joint, like boot camp one-on-one. Only thing they was missing was the yellow footprints. Y'all know about the yellow footprints, but yeah, you know, we had to stand in line to get into the grocery store because apparently they could only let a certain number of people in at, at a certain, you know, we could only let 30 people in at a time for your safety, because you know everything is. For your safety uh but anyway um and so then when i got into the some of the grocery stores there were certain grocery stores where they were rationing food they were there were actual signs like yo i mean he said yo but it was like this this uh, uh thing of chicken or this thing of salmon uh limit oh, limit two per customer you know the all back if y'all y'all have seen some of this stuff um yeah. so i'm like okay no problem so when that john subsided deep freezer homie deep freezer and get a couple little things See, it's it's not real serious to you till you got a family or a wife 
or a, or a husband or a son or a daughter or elderly right. mom or dad or whatever. To, you know what I'm saying? It's when you got somebody that's looking at you because you you're the provider or you're somebody you love, they get real serious. So while my people TikToking and doing what they doing, no disrespect, some of us out here making sure we got some things in place. Because when that grid go down, I'm going to throw me a party, sit back and sip my favorite lemonade because I put things in place. Well, see, I got, so my lady, she, she's a country girl. You know what I'm saying? Hey. You don't find too many country sisters out here that, you know what I'm saying, know how to grow food, mm-hmm. canned food, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm good there. But there are other communities of us out here on YouTube that are doing these things. Right. And they're putting it out there to educate people. Right. We just got to give them more of an opportunity to shine. More people right. need to go and support them and see what they're talking about, see what they're doing. Right. And get their get they knowledge base up. Right. Um, you know, you, you, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You mentioned the whole thing about barter. I don't even think. I, I would venture to say the majority of our people don't think about that bartering because most people will probably think that's too antiquated. Mm-hmm. Uh, let the right amount of uh, circumstances and variables come together. You'd be surprised. We'd be back to a barter system real quick. Oh yeah. Bartering is what they initially did before there was, there was currency or money. Cause you know, true money is gold and silver. The American dollar is really just currency because it's a representative of what true money used to be, which is gold. Right. But anyway, barter and man is like, hey, look here, um, you know, power Hurricane Katrina. Let's 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 put it on something that people could get with. Everybody knows what Hurricane Katrina, uh, how that took place. You know, uh, you know, disaster situations, power out, ATMs not working, right. uh, the lights in the stores are not working. You can't roll in that junk and swipe your debit card or swipe your credit card because at that time it's wu-tang it's cash who's everything around me but so if you had some cash on hand you know it, it made it a little easier for you to subjugate in that situation but getting back to bartering bartering is hey you know what you know what i'm saying like hey i know you like ammunition whatever so um hey um, i don't need ammunition but i could use a bottle of water or my baby girls could use some pampers let, let's keep it all the way real because my let's 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 think about some stuff everybody in here like to eat right you like right. your food to be seasoned you got some salt some pepper some paprika you got some seasoning stocked up you know what i'm saying because anything can be a barterable item you know what i mean but we're not even going to talk about little silver and gold coins we're going to talk about just silly stuff like bottled water pampers people like to smoke cigarettes alcohol um you know again it's, it's always more than, than ammunition and two way. I love my two way. I love my two way fam. What I want my two way fam to do is, uh, like a great pastor said one time, he said, "Man, I don't want you. You ain't got to think like me. I just want you to think." Two way right. is lovely, but it's more than that. You can't eat bullets, homie. You can't eat nine millimeters and five five six. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I mean? Like you can use it to eat, though. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can, but uh, the opposition <laughs> got some too. Like, like it's funny. I remember when I was growing up. I had a homeboy in the hood one day and he they got into it with somebody and so somebody at a party was like yeah i gotta watch what i say online he said yeah i got a two-way so my man was like oh what you think you got the last one you know what yeah. i'm saying like yeah, <laughs> so you know my two-way community they, they sometimes they we conduct ourselves like we the only ones that got one i'm just saying that what i, I wasn't talking to- about necessarily going after somebody else's stuff yeah 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 
I, I don't know. Ain't no deers running around out there strapped up, I hope. <laughs> I hope not be bad. They said deer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those are some deers and rabbits and hogs running around. We're gonna yeah. eat. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to get my folks to uh you know to the best of my ability to get them to, to think about the mindset and prepare, you know. Yeah, you know, what, yeah. what if you got a little one, man? Like, you know, hey, what what if you got you know, you got little ones, man, they get sick. Do you have some antihistamines? Do you have some yeah. uh some analgesics, uh, you know, things that take away the pain? Do you have antitusives, things that help you with coughing? Do you have band-aids? Do you have hydrogen peroxide? Do you have Q-tips? You ain't seen them until you got a hangnail and you ain't got no toenail clipper to clip that joint. I mean, just just little things. Like you you laugh, but if there's a situation where these stores are not available or the stores are available, all the items are gone. See, those are all the things that Carbon talks about on her channel. Because her channel is a prepping channel. Good stuff. And that's uh Ben Shooting, prepping channel. Yes, sir. Uh Black Point Dexter, prepping. And you go over on the other side of the street. Uh, that I was talking about earlier, there's a bunch of preppers and farmers over there. Yes, sir. A bunch of carpenters and stuff like that. Yes, sir. And that's what I love about the tribe of kings. They have everything. They got, you know, you got a doctor, a lawyer. They got, they can grow right. food. Right. They can hunt. They got carpenters to build. Right. And so they got every base cover. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, a beautiful system. And they train hard. And so if, if everybody had that, that, Prepare that level of preparedness right now. Don't be nothing. See us old school, old school cats that grew up in the seventies. Mm -hmm. We'll be good if the grid go down, <laughs> right? Because we we know what it was like without technology, right? You know what I'm saying? We had technology, but it's nothing like what it is now, right? We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have Xbox. We didn't have. Right, we had none of that. Hey, and somehow, yeah, somewhere, we we all still showed up to the cookout, to the pool party, and everything. I don't even know how we did all that stuff. Like, I, <laughs> I I can't for the life of me now recall how how we communicated to even set up a party, or a birthday man. party, a pool party, a cookout, a family union. Like, man, you 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 wrote a letter, man, and mailed that joint out. I guess you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah you, you're right. Um, a lot of folks gonna they 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 knew how to survive without the superabundance of technology, and that's another thing I say to people. Yeah. Um, I went somewhere to speak to some young people, and uh, as I uh, as the speaking came to a close, one of the youngins was like, "Hey, you know, can you give this this? What kind of advice would you give to the young generation?" I said, "There are many things I could say, but let me say this one thing. I would say you should use technology as a supplement. You should not stake your life on technology." Mm -mm. Let me clarify. You got some young people that they don't know north, south, east, or west, and they couldn't get across the street without looking at a phone. You know what I'm saying? They be in this joint, like, and I be they like, they don't know how to read a map. Like, they be like, oh my god, I don't know where Third Street is. I'm like, yo, Third Street is right there. Just look across <laughs> over the street. Um, and so I think that we can get to a place where we're too dependent on technology to the point where, um, y'all, y'all said I could be myself. I think that smart technology makes dumber people. Um, because, oh, yeah, definitely. because you you stop using the most masterful computer ever created, which is your brain that God gave you. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, man, we would drive around north, south, east, west, here to Cali, whatever. We didn't have no maps. We didn't have any GPS. We just knew, look, you're going to follow 95. You're going to take it right at Route 52. And you stayed awake. You look for that, John. If you missed it, you made a U-turn. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so all I'm saying is that uh, you, we should not be so dependent on technology to the point where if the technology fails, 
or if the technology malfunctions, you're dead in the water and you can't move or function because you 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 have forgotten how to use the brain and 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 you know the common sense and the observation skills and the functional skills that God has given you. So. Yeah, I mean we. It was crazy because back in the day, if I wanted to, if I wanted to play mm-hmm. Nintendo with you, I had to go to your house. Right. If I wanted to talk to you, I had to pick up that phone. And if you was at your grandmama's house, it was that one where you had to. Man, don't mess the number. <laughs> Damn, I got a stall over there. It was a five two five or five three five. But don't get me talking about the phone, but hey, them just had hey, them just had busy lines. It was busy. Hell yeah. Hey, you still on the phone, God dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like we didn't we didn't have like the ability to. Just say, hey Siri, call so and so. If you knew a hundred people, you knew all their phone numbers in your head. Man, right. Heads up with seven 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 ninety three eleven. Boy, y'all know about yeah. that phone number. <laughs> Let me stop, man. Y'all ain't real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Siri, shut up. I ain't asking you nothing. See what I'm saying? I always listen. <laughs> so we wonder how. When we talk about something, when you go on social media, what you was just talking about pops up in your timeline as advertisement. It's because they're always listening. It's recording, it's listening, it's it's mining your data, uh, it's replicating it. Uh, I've been in the, I'll tell all my resume, but I've been in the uh, information technology field for a little over 25 years and uh, we work with this technology. And generally every time you um, download an application or an app, you you click that agree button, but nobody really reads that 10 page that says you give us access to your text messages, your phone, your contacts, your camera. So yeah, all, all this stuff is all this stuff is recorded, man. So you know, people who got Siri and they like Google Alexa and all that stuff. No disrespect, do your thing, but um, I, I don't choose to have those uh, monitoring devices around me, man. But um, no no disrespect, y'all want to know what the weather is? Have a good day. It's all good. <laughs> so they like. You know, people come in my store. And when they come in my store. My bad, tech money. I'm sorry, I'm looking at these comments, man. Tech money funny. He said, facts, you mess up one number, you got to start all over, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it be 911. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, man, <laughs> it's just crazy. But like, people come in my store and we're trying to, they're trying to talk to you about a gun. I need to buy a new gun to protect myself. But the whole time, they like this. It's like, so how are we going to talk about guns if you can't stay out your phone? Protect yourself with your mind first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, what what good is a gun going to do? Because you're going to be walking around everywhere you go like this. So you ain't even going to see what's going to come, come happen to you anyway. Because you're right. going to be like this. Right. You so, got trained I mean, with the weapon, too. You got trained with the joint. And then you need to put yourself in some situations like how they used to do us. You know, some situations where they used to say, we're going to get your heart rate up on this next one. I mean, because... People tend to think that when something pop off, you're just going to grab your uh, item that deploys rounds and you're going to get busy. It's not like that in the real world. You're going to be nervous. No. You're going to be anxious. Your heart rate going to be beat. You're going to see stuff you didn't think. And so, you know, your, your mind, your mindset. Is, uh, if you've never been in smoke and you don't know what that, what that adrenaline rush feel like, what that, what your vision is like, it's different what your it's energy live. is like, it's different. It's, it's real different. Yeah, it's different. So if you ain't never been in some real smoke, 
and you get caught out there and you ain't been training, you you um you probably not gonna make it through that fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because people don't know what that feel like. I, I see a lot of people out here that do training and train people and teach people, well, if you get in this situation, you gotta do this and this and that. And I'm like, but you ain't never even been in no real smoke. Man, they say strength ain't really strength until it's tested. I remember Mike yeah. Tyson said it's all what well, Mike Tyson said. Everybody, everybody got a plan until they get punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> That's true. Man, you ever get punched in your face? That is the most shocking, disconcerting thing in the world. <laughs> you got to ask somebody, man, he's punching in my face. <laughs> yeah, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. So, I mean, I've always, you know, I, I look at these guys and watch how they train right, right. and stuff like that, man. And I'm like, man, I mean, that looks cool, but I've been in a lot of head. smoke. That's why and it didn't training. go down the way that you're talking about. You know man. what I'm saying? Man, <laughs> man, I'll be looking at these guys. You know, um, it's, it, it, it looked, shout out to Tribe. They said they talk, talk, but they fold under pressure. That's true. Man, I, you know, sometimes we, you know, you're scrolling through IG. I see these little boxing things, you know, where the guys are hitting the bag and they're looking all sharp. I'm like, I can't remember. I don't know if it was Tyson or somebody else. They said, you know, the bag don't hit back. And so it's like, yeah, that looks nice. That looks attractive. That looks impressive um, until you step in the ring with a real warrior. Yeah. And, um, you know, they also know how to handle themselves. And so that's what I try and tell people that I see training a lot. You know, they always ding, 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 ding. Like, that's cool. That's still targeting shooting back, dog. Right. Right. That's real cute if you're in a competition. Right. But, you know, if you've been in some real smoke, then you ought to know that that person on the other end is not standing still. Right. And they're shooting back. Right. So you just ain't going to be that cold. You might be right. cold, you know what I'm saying, right now. But I'm telling you, right. it's going to be totally different when that real shit comes. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Or, you you know, you throw in some things that they weren't planning. Like, uh, you know, some of my training in my former, in my former life, we had – judgmental uh pew pew basically you know you're in a scenario and then like an old lady pop up or a child you know what i'm saying like if you never trained for those scenarios you know you don't you don't want to hurt you know someone who is not meant to be hurt so yeah man you know that, but that's what everything like you, you got to train man you, you know it's easy to have a weapon or easy to have a generator or easy to have I don't know your favorite drill, but you didn't. You never took the junk out and put a screw in, or you know what I'm saying. Like it's, it's. There's so many things. That's why, man. Not again. Shout out to Tribe of Kings, man. When I, I look at some of their videos, I'm like, them brothers out there training. Yeah, they do. That's what's up. So, are you gonna be doing training classes? Yeah, I do some now. Um, I do some here. Um, I know Tech said he's from DC. I actually uh, have a, uh, a a client out in DC. I go out and I train their security team. So I I do teach classes and travel around and. Do some stuff here and there. So. so you travel and do classes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so you do like self defense training, and you do just um, I, I do some tactical training. I do uh, uh, training on situation awareness, uh, de escalation techniques, contingency planning, street survival. Um, you know, pretty much anything. And then we do customization classes. So a lot of it is, hey, we sit down with a customer, client. You know, what do you need? What are you looking for? And we, we we come up with a class and tailor make it and customize it, you know, based upon mm. our thirty years of experience. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, we, we might be able to set some stuff up. And you said you were in Virginia, correct? Yes, sir. West yes, sir. Uh, it's Northern Virginia. Uh, it's about I say about fifteen minutes from DC. 
Okay, okay. It, they call so it the DMV I, I, now. Everybody knows the DMV. Yeah, the DMV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so you know uh, Buffalo Bison, uh, DMV Bison? That's her name. That name's not familiar. Yeah, sounds familiar. She, she's, she's affiliated with Naga. Okay, okay. Um, uh, I, I, I don't yeah. know her. I don't know that personally, but I, I think I may have heard or seen that name in passing. Yeah, yeah. I think Kia. Okay. Um, and what kind of collaborations have you done in the past, or are you looking at doing in the future? You mean with other with other folks? Other folks, yeah. You know, I haven't I haven't done any collaborations. Um, I'm open to it. Um, look, I I love like minded people. I love my fam. I love the village. I love the tribe, man. So um, I'm, I'm always open to a collaboration. You know what I mean? I, I think that we 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 are more powerful together. You know what I'm so I'm yeah. always open to that. So do you have a YouTube channel? No. Now, let me tell you a little about me, man. Y'all, y'all, can <laughs> laugh, y'all can laugh at me if you want. For some reason, man, I just, I don't know, man. I, um, this is going to sound really ridiculous. Uh, it's going to sound really ridiculous. I, I, for some reason, I'm not a, I'm not a like out there kind of person. My, my preference would be everybody meet somewhere out in the woods <laughs> in a cabin. And I see, I'm really not a big, my preference is not to be on online, on the web, or on like a whole bunch of platforms, because as silly as you might think this is what I'm about to say, I generally think the things that I say are not really things that uh, some organizations really want me to say. So I'm always, I'm just real mindful about my online presence. You know what I'm saying? I, I got the IG. Yes, I have the IG page. Uh, but you guys will know if you subscribe to it or you see it, you will frequently hear me talk in certain terms because I'm aware of what's going on out there. And I'm aware that, you know, you you talk too much truth. You talk too much empowerment. You already know. So That's um, when my show is called Raw and Uncut. But we don't give it to <laughs> you. Say what you want to say. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I'm telling you, if I, if I brought Hot Tell Tony in here, boy, I mean, y'all got a visual what hot tub Tony would look like. <laughs> hot tub Tony. Like a big man. papa type of dude, just no shirt on and a jacuzzi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> got a couple things around him. Let me stop. But, um, oh, man. Look, look. My man Coy said, real G's moving silence. Yes, sir. And, and and plus, you know, I, I have a lot that's going on right now, and I, I, I don't think that I would be able to kind of keep up on the YouTube channel the way the way I you know I would want to. I got, you know, I do the security aspect of it with security and tactical training. Yeah. Um, I do I do have a stock market aspect of it where I write a monthly letter, and I've been writing it for three years, and I speak to advisors, so I, I'm super super busy, so I probably wouldn't be able to maintain the YouTube video. And plus, I, I don't put all my stuff out there like that. I'd say it's. I think some of the stuff I say is uh borderline <laughs> so yeah, I, mean, I gotta borderline. be careful yeah so you you you're a stock market guy huh yeah yeah i guess so. uh an investor i've been an investor for a little over i don't know about 18 years um i focus on um, disruptive technology and small cap stocks so that's another thing i've taught classes trying to encourage and empower and teach my people um, how to read charts how to understand what they're investing in yeah how to go long, how to understand. I think that's what keeps a lot of us away from the stock market is trying to understand everything. Right. Right. Because that's a lot, man. It's a lot to, to try and unpack when you start getting involved in stocks. You know what? But you know, once you've been in something, 
it's not that hard. Like I guess for somebody who is is not really familiar with weapons, and you know, considering your current position, they might be like, man, a chamber and a revolver and a up and receiver and a lower receiver. Like, but to you, because you do it, that's 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 easy. That's easy peasy to you. So, uh, you know, again, been doing it for a little over eighteen years. So it's that, that's another thing, man. It's just you know, I, I try very hard to teach those who want to be taught. I try to teach us how to uh, subjugate and overcome and be successful in a system that was not designed for us to be successful. So the stock market thing, man, it's, it's really easy once you understand it. But a lot of things, they encrypt and they they make the language very uh, uh, ambiguous and very confusing because it's not meant for us to do well in it. Uh, but once right. you once you study it, once you read it, you right. know, get in there and do it, it, it it's, it's not that bad. So um, I've, I've taught intro to stock market classes for years. You know, what is a stock? What is a chart? What is a bear? What is a bull? What is a MACD? What is a moving average? You know, all that stuff. So it's 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 like anything. It's just like, um, you know, when I was a, a paramedic and we would put EKGs on a patient to read, you know, the electrical conductivity of their heart. Yo, if you've never seen an EKG and you look at that giant like a rack of scribble, but if if you are a trained medical provider with a trained eye, you look at it, you can actually interpret it. So it's it's is really not that bad. So that's that's another class we teach, um, intro to the stock market, and we put things in first grade language so our people can understand it. Right, so. right. So I need to. I'm sorry, man. I okay. just looked over here, and my man didn't change his name. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it threw me off. Somebody <laughs> say you're <laughs> they, they in here wild and I like this group. <laughs> he say you're oh man. <laughs> oh, but uh yeah, I would like to find out a little bit more about the stocks and stuff. I thought I tried to dibble and dabble in the coin stuff for a minute. And uh I'm I'm pretty stacked up on uh it's called a uh, pie. I don't see that coin going nowhere. Well, look, the expert is online player to ask me some questions, which I got. <laughs> got yeah, expert. yeah, yeah. So, it, so if somebody wanted to, if we wanted to get into the coins and stuff like that, just a quick little gem. Which one would be the one we want to watch? All right, so I'm gonna keep it one. I'm gonna keep it one million. I don't do any of that. I just invest straight up in stocks. Stop. I don't mess with coins, none of that stuff. Because you know okay. what? I try to go with. Technology that's been around for a long time, tried into companies. I do, uh, we do invest in disruptive technology. When I say disruptive, what does disruptive mean? It means something that shake up the game and something yeah. that totally unseats and changes and changes up the way that you do things in life. For instance, Uber was disruptive technology. Uber came through and crushed the cab industry because you're used to jumping the cab and you ain't know how much you was gonna pay to get from here. Yeah. Three lights down, you know what I'm saying? That man be like, "Don't worry, it only be five dollars." Yo, that don't be thirty-five dollars. And you think when it's thirty-five dollars, and he hit that last button before you hop out, it don't go up an extra three dollars and twenty-two cents. Yeah. So Uber was something that that was disruptive in nature. It totally vanquished, to some extent, the average cab industry. The magic of being able to hit a button, and yo, a car shows up out of nowhere, like, "Oh, you downstairs too." So that was disruptive technology. Online food ordering, disruptive technology. You could hit a button on your phone and 10 minutes later, somebody knock it away. Oh, they, they didn't bought the ribs and the fries too? Hold on, bro. You know, so um, 
straight, uh, we deal with straight up stocks, um, straight up disruptive technology, and then some tried and true things like, you know, things that are always going to be around Amazon, Google, uh, you know, Coca-Cola, Exxon Mobil. So that's what I've been doing. I don't, I don't get into the, I don't get into some of the, like the, what's the brand new kind of trendy stuff, because that's, that's the way to lose a lot of money. Um, so we, we typically like to follow things that the big money's following. So I don't want to bore you, but Whenever y'all want to ask me some questions about so, that, you're more so what about, about the cannabis stocks? What do you think about that? Um, that that's 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 a big thing. I I feel like uh, uh, the 2020 global shutdown of two years kind of sidetracked or derailed a lot of that. I do long term see that as, excuse me, a viable place to do very well. Uh, I have feelings of ambivalence against that. Uh, feelings of like joy, and I'm I'm irritated because something that had our black men locked up for ages has now become a recreation and a sport. Uh, and all of a sudden uh, you, you see these things being decriminalized, you know, as yeah. it relates to low level marijuana possession, all this kind of stuff. And now like, again, the same thing that was a criminal charge that has so many black men knocked up all of a sudden that John is, is a recreation sport. You got stocks. Um, yeah. But yeah, long-term I see that being something that uh, will do very well. Um, yeah, but people got to ride out because these last two years have been rough. It's been a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the market with the economy. The Fed keeps raising rates. Um, you, know, uh, you know, the prices of everything going up. Then is then what do we come through? It was like, yeah, like I don't know when we ever seen as many shortages. Like it was a shortage of everything. They was like, it's a food shortage, gas shortage, rubber shortage, plastic shortage. They said it's a tampon shortage, a baby milk shortage. <laughs> like what? These dudes said it was yeah. a coin shortage. Where all the yeah. coins go? Yeah, that was crazy, man. I would go to the store and they'd be like, uh, we can't give you no exactly. change. Like, what? Barb went up at Chipotle. They was like, oh, you need exact change only? No problem. Bro, I got me. A... I ain't playing. No problem. I came right back next time. I was like, here go these $8.17. <laughs> that's because everybody started keeping their change in case shit went down. So they to, say to, to be able to buy stuff with. If it was a coin shortage, why they make more coins? Like they keep printing all these dollars. But you know, let me. Let me, let me he said, me. "How many eggs are in your area?" How many eggs? What? Okay, I found this on the web for how. I didn't talk to you, Siri. My man, he said, "Ask him how much eggs are in his area." How are you oh, oh, I got. It. I, he's saying like, how much do they cost? Oh, they, yeah, they, they're expensive. Oh. I, um. I don't want to get me the line online. I can't remember the exact price, but the price was high enough to the point where you'd be like, damn, it's just is that it did they're they're they are much more expensive than they should be. so yeah. They said, oh, man, somebody talking about Kurt Schmoke. Boy, I know you from back in the day. Boy, I saw Kurt Schmoke <laughs> saying legalized marijuana, but damn, look how many taxes they could have gotten off the air. Yeah. Coin shortages was when everybody was locked down, not able to go to store, it made no sense, right? That, you know what? Um, for for <clears throat> Lord help me to, to say the right thing on this internet. Uh, for a country uh, that is as great as this country is, it's just amazing how all of a sudden there just was a shortage of everything. Yeah. All of a sudden, so you guys can do your own math. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, at, at some point it just became comical. It became laughable. It became 
this like this this joint is Nickelodeon. Like, there's no way there can be a. Sh then it was a, uh, <clears throat> then it was an oil shortage and a. D I mean, every time you turned around, it was almost as if somebody was like, "Oh, they ain't work." Well, tell them it's a shortage of this too. It's a toilet toilet seat covers, and then tell them it's a shortage of curtain. Like, it just it just became ridiculous for uh, a company. Excuse me, a country that says it is what it is. It's just amazing how. Hold that thought. I got a book that everybody in here needs to read. Hold on one second. 80s baby bride, man. My nurse, right? They're creating a panic. Creating a panic bride, right? <clears throat> yeah, I got some questions about, about anything. Please feel free to, to ask anything um, about anything. Preparedness, stock market, training, anything. Security. If you, if you okay. have not read this book, you are missing out. This is my third copy of this book. Um, I read it. Then I let somebody borrow it. Man, oh man, let somebody borrow the book. So I bought another one. And then I read it again. Let somebody borrow it. I never got it back. So this is my third copy of this book. And no, care who you are, you cannot borrow it. You can go buy your own. Right. <laughs> Dre, that's one thing I never do. Let somebody borrow a book. I'll give money, but not a book. Because, man, I tell you, people do not give things back. Um, who knows what this book is? It's written by William H. Cooper. That's all I'm going to say. So if you know what that book is, and don't be googling it either because if you have to google it that means you ain't ready he said dre stop letting stuff out <laughs> dre if, if 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 you don't mind for what let's see what's it called rebuild oh behold it man you know what i, I started to say that's what the the, the uh, title was but i wasn't sure man i don't have that book one of my boys has it man i mess around and read like the opening page of that joint i said man let me shut this joint this joint <laughs> That, that that that's a serious book right there yeah um so it's uh i believe it's chapter seven it's a serious let book see. let me double check and make sure thing is a book it's pleasant that's right let me double check and make sure Hold on. jay real quick i'm gonna answer um uh a question one of the tribe of kings put in it he asked me about the okay. Something about he asked me something about dividend investor. I um I don't think I read that book that you're talking about about aristocratic dividends, but I am a fan of dividend stocks that pay a dividend. Um, somebody said the real flex is when you make money while you sleep, and when you own stocks, when you own equities that pay you a dividend, when your bank account is not paying you any interest like it used to pay us ten years ago. Um, that that's definitely a, a smart move. So anything that that pays dividends, I, I'm definitely a fan of taking a closer look. So hopefully that somewhat answered the question. If you're talking about dividend paying stocks, that's that that that's a very smart move because that means that every quarter you're getting some money back from that company. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, back to it's it's a chapter one. Okay. It ain't even chapter seven. That chapter right there. 
What's that say? Man, silent weapons for a quiet one, man. Y'all gonna get me. I can be, be talking like this on this worldwide. Well, we need to come to the crib. We can talk about this young offline, go boy. Uh, I mean, but yeah. that's what's going on right now. You know, it's, it's there, there are silent weapons uh, taking place um, for a quiet world. I don't know if anybody's ever read the book Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Mm. Man, it's, it's some stuff going on out there that makes me say, if you are not preparing, you are either playing with your life or you are just, you are just uh, in a, you are in an altered state of mentation where you are just not really aware of what's going on out here. And you just, you know, it, there, there is, yeah, there's a lot going on, man. So he know all about that book, Sunday View Fishing. You know all about that book. Hold on, what do you say? <clears throat> I diversify with precious metals. My man, my other channel is Silver Stacker Preps. All right. Yeah, that's a big thing here in the, the town oh, that I live in. Oh, man. Okay. The town I live in, silver is a big, big, big deal here. Uh, Rightfully so. Yeah. Some boys be like, what we had over spot today, Melvin? <laughs> boys don't be playing, boy. Yeah, they, they, um, they got my guy bangers and bullets again. Appreciate you, brother. Man. Smart man. Appreciate you, my brother. Uh, just shout out, bullets, to, shout, yeah, shout out to him real quick. Let's let me speak on that. Pass the mic back to you, Dre. Um, this is a whole nother conversation for another time. Uh, this would take more than an hour. Um, but the but the short of the long is, there is an economic shift that is taking place. If you don't believe me, save this video and then come back to this video with me and Dre here tonight in about five years. There is an economic shift taking place and it's gonna be pretty significant. Yes, sir. Uh, there is a lot of money that is moving out of traditional financial instruments into things uh, called precious metals, gold and silver. <clears throat> If you don't believe me, once this call is over, you can research on your favorite internet search engine and just look up gold, central banks, BRICS yeah. nation, look yeah. up all of those things and see what's taking place with gold and silver. Look at how uh, foreign countries are going through what they call de-dollarization. That means they are getting rid of the United States dollar. Yeah. They are dumping treasury bills because they are beginning to lose confidence in an American dollar, which is not backed by anything. That's why people call the American dollar fiat currency. Fiat, I guess, is Latin for because I say so, which basically means that the dollar has power only because the government says, says it has so. power. Yeah. Back in 1971, I believe it was President Nixon, he severed the relationship between the U.S. dollar and gold. So back in the back in the day, gold, uh, excuse me, the U.S. dollar was backed by gold. But when he severed that relationship, uh, the U.S. dollar, which is known currently as the global reserve world currency, became backed by nothing. So now it's just backed by the word of the local government. So again, I'll get right past the mic back to Dre. There is a lot going on that people oh, yeah. really need to be prepared for it. Um, I know, you know, in uh, Cuba, they used to like rush American tourists to buy their dollars, American dollars. 
And uh, I was talking to a uh, friend of mine, and he said they don't do that no more. <clears throat> well, apparently, I don't know if you guys know what the BRICS Nation is, but feel free to use your favorite search engine to look it up once we get off this call. Excuse me, the BRICS Nation is an acronym. It stands for BRICS. It's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. These are nations that are forming to come up with their own global reserve currency that will challenge the dollar. These are nations that are saying that they no longer want to uh, do business or embrace the American dollar. Uh, and they are working to come up with a new global reserve currency that will be backed by, drum roll please, precious metals. Um, you know what, let me, let me, let me, let me take a... Yeah, let me take a quick, quick left turn real quick and pull over. You know, years ago, I think the year was 2011. 2011, I went to this conference and I heard this conference. <clears throat> I went to an investor's conference and this guy was talking about Tesla. Well, back in 2011, Tesla wasn't sexy, wasn't nobody rapping about it. Nobody knew how to pronounce Tesla, let alone spell Tesla. And I remember I told my wife at this time, I was like, uh, this is probably something that we should probably take a look at because this the, the person who's running uh, the, the head of Tesla operation, they're basically saying they're going to revolutionize the way that cars are. They're sure. going to come up with this battery powered car. And basically, it's like a computer on wheels. All right. Let me speed up my my words. 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15. I remember one day we went to this mall. It was around the 2016 time frame. It was in Tyson's Corner, Virginia. And they actually had a Tesla showroom inside the mall. I looked at I looked at wife. I was like, I told you about this thing about five years ago. <clears throat> 16, 17, 18. Then you start seeing a whole you, you start seeing maybe one Tesla here, one Tesla there, whatever. All right. Well, now the year is 2019, 20, 21. You starting to see them sprinkled around. Now it's yeah. 23. It's like it's the sexiest thing in the world. Everybody got a Tesla. Now you hear somebody rapping about it and talking about it. Um, one of the things about being a disruptive technology investor is you have to be a visionary. You have to be able to see a particular trend or something coming that may take five or 10 years to get here, but it's better in my opinion to be seven years early than to be one minute too late. There is a major financial shift coming, not only to this country, but to this globe. Um, you would do well to begin to look into some information about how to begin to get into owning some precious metals. Uh, because, I, go ahead. The, street. the the United States dollar um, is uh, is let's say on a life support. Um, I'll say this: um, there, there was a there was a study that came out. It was called. Um, the reign of empires and it talked about how every empire basically has like a 200 year run where they rule whether it's the persian empire the aztec whoever whatever um uh, i don't know if y'all know how old the united states is uh but because i was in the military and they'd be always talking about happy birthday soldier or whatever i i, I the u.s i think the united states is like 227 years old or something like that yeah. so Basically, the, the United States has been ruling for about 220, 20 some years. And they say the average reign of an empire is 200 to 250 years. Um, so, you know, do your own mathematical, do your own you know, calculations. Um, 
bottom line, you do well to look at uh, moving and getting some some precious metals like Banger and Bullet says. So anyway, back to you, Dre. I'm about to start getting into the silver myself. Um, every because, time I go, there's a little shop up the street. They sell the uh, what you call the two A's. Yes, sir. Uh, and they sell silver. So I've been talking to them about getting into some silver. You know what, Dre? Um, fairly cheap, actually. You know what, Dre? Um, see, the problem with us is, and I say us, I was told to you know, include yourself. People feel more comfortable listening to what you're saying. The problem with us is we don't see. It's never popular to be in something until everybody's in it. But see, the way that real money is made, real money is made when you acquire assets that are out of favor, that are hated, unloved, and that are unpopular. Right. Then you wait for like five to 10 years. You got you to gotta wait sometimes because, see, our people, we have a hard time waiting over a long weekend. Like, what? Well, I, I ain't made no money yet. Like, bro, it's only been two days. You know what I'm saying? Um, by the time your average civilian wakes up, to the potential of silver and gold, and they realize what is happening to the dollar, it will be too late. Yeah. Either the prices will be too high or there will be no more to acquire. So now is the time, uh, because the moment that they put it on the mainstream media, it's too late it's and over. everybody knows about it. So yeah. somebody said, let's say I have a hundred G's boy you put that on this chat <laughs> uh how would i be able to use it if the bricks if how would i be able to use it if bricks is what takes away workers where would i spend it at um the good thing about why you put a hundred g's we got a hundred g no I'm, I'm silly um the good thing about precious metals is gold and silver they that that's they rep they represent that's what real money is meaning that it's fungible, transferable, and it's it's acknowledged worldwide, global, global, globally. Um, so, uh, if if the Brits takes over and does their thing, I think they are trying to unseat the U the U.S. dollar. And I'm not saying that's going to happen tonight, tomorrow night, or in five years or ten right. years. Who knows if it will happen? What I'm saying is that countries and nations are getting tired of the way that this company. This country does business. They are tired of this country weaponizing the U.S. dollar and kicking other companies, excuse me, kicking other countries out of the SWIFT system and all this other kind of stuff. But let me answer your question. If you hold on to it, it will always have value. There will be a local community here throughout this country that will always take gold and silver. Uh, and no matter where you go around the globe, gold and silver are recognized globally. There may come a day where the U.S. dollar, like the Venezuelan dollar, may not be recognized globally. So it's a smart decision to. Um, Even if you just start, just stack it up. You know what I'm saying? Just stack it up and hold on. For one ounce, one ounce right now is what? Maybe an ounce of silver is what? About twenty-four dollars for one ounce. Yeah. Now an ounce of gold is about nineteen hundred dollars. That's very expensive. Um, but I, I heard an old homeboy say, "Slow and steady wins the race." It's, it, mm -hmm. You don't build it overnight. You get a little something here. And that's another thing to my people. Man, my people got money. We just spend it on what we want to spend up. Man, Gucci bags and phones <laughs> and Yeezys and this and that. And you know, so um, you know, my mama taught me you make time for what's important. So I, I think it's wise to 
consider looking into some precious metals. You can always tell when an economy is going to collapse, precious metals are taken out of the currency. We lost Roy by 99 yesterday. Yep. Yeah, and shout out to Bangers and Bullets again, y'all. He, he supports heavy. No, that's good. I'm that's good. We got some strong supporters out here. That's good. Um, if you got a channel and you in this chat, just put 357 fam in the chat and it'll drop the link to your channel. Okay. You can get gold one tenth ounce, one fourth ounce. Okay. Okay. U.S. dollar is backed by the might of his military. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Man, you know, the U.S. uses the military like some uh, some send-out boys. They just, we just, this country just ran by a bunch of bullies that go around the world bullying people, man. Hey, look here. Uh, you're not gonna catch me saying nothing bad about this country on the internet, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're not representing the views of 10 ready. I mean, you know, I like the, the greatest country to live in. <laughs> Go USA. Oh, man. Enough of the knock on my door tonight. <laughs> nah, but I, I hear what you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying. So, my man said, What about diamonds? So, I was at the shop the other day. It's the same shop. Uh, that I go to, that I was just talking about the the silver and stuff. They sell jewelry too, and they sell their their jewelry by the gold weight, by the metal weight, not by the stone. He said it has to be a really, really, really clear diamond before they go by stone weight. So the gold is more valuable than the stone. Okay. <clears throat> so it's, it's so I, weird. I wouldn't, personally, I don't know that I would, uh, I, I don't know if I would get into diamonds. I don't really know how liquid that would be or what the market is for that. Mm -hmm. You know, because oftentimes something is only as valuable as, you know, somebody on the opposite side of the table willing to, you know, uh, you know take that trade or, 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 you know, give you fair value for it. So um, I don't know if I would touch diamonds. Yeah, I, I would stick with the metals because people are going to be more subject to take the the gold or the silver because if if nothing else, they can melt it down and, and make other things with it right. um, that they can use. Um, and you know, yeah, I mean, and not only is is gold and silver, uh, and not only silver is is a monetary metal, but it's an industry metal. There, yeah, um, I, I I believe is one of the best conductors one one of the best conductors of electricity, right. Um, it, it's it's used uh, in this whole, again, another three-hour conversation. Is anybody aware of what's going on in this country with this whole green movement and this whole Electrify America uh, movement where they want everything yeah. to be green, they want everything to be electrical, they Electric, want everybody to have yeah. solar panels? Every solar panel has photovoltaic cells in it. Those photovoltaic cells, they use silver. So if everybody in California, per governor, whatever his name is, supposed to have solar panels by 20-whatever, um, you know, every electric car uses silver. Every every iPhone uses a portion of silver. Uh, mm -hmm. Silver is used in, in, in the medical industry. It's used in aeronautics. So it's it's not only a monetary metal, but it's it's an industry metal. So there, there's a huge demand. So this, yeah, it's, yeah, bank B and B. Yeah, physical metals are the way to go, and it's not popular now. 
because nobody rapping about it, singing about it, talking about it, and the mainstream outlets or the mainstream companies are not talking about it. But by the time they start doing that, it will be too late. Well, he said, uh, dude, at the truck stop trying to sell gold chains for twenty dollars. If they real gold chains, I'll be buying as many as I can and just put them up in the safe. But have a way make sure you can validate that stuff is real gold. Yeah. With testing kits. Yeah, what they have. It's called the um it's called the metallitic precious metal verifier. It's like a little thing. You, you'll you'll see them at the local coin shops. And that's another yeah. thing. Never never go to a local coin shop and buy something unless you unless you have a relationship and you know them without at least having them put your silver or your gold on that precious metal verifier. Now, if you know you know them, you've been going there for a long time, you probably won't do it on every transaction. But if you're new to precious metals, do not buy nothing without saying, hey, would you mind just putting this uh, silver uh, coin on the precious metal verifier so I can actually see that it is real silver and gold? And you know anybody who's professional should have no problem doing that for you. Yeah, yeah, this place, they, they run thing on the up and up. Um, okay. So, I mean, I'm looking at my mindset was uh, I was thinking about today when I was doing some stuff around the house. Um, if I buy, just buy an ounce a week, if nothing else. Yeah, man, that's that's how you start. And you just, just put um, it up. Yeah, you know, just you put it in a place where you feel that it's valuable. Another story real quick, and I'm going to throw it back to Dre. Hey, when... In the middle of all this cough, cough, close the whole globe down. <laughs> I remember I drove by the bank one day and I remember seeing a sign that says, if you have a security deposit box, um, please email us so that we can get a, a PLC or a point of contact to grant you access to your security deposit box. Now, see, somebody like me, I, I learned real quick. And I'm from B-more. DC people don't shoot me. I'm like, yo. This joint, the bank closed without your approval, without your knowledge, without informing you. So you just roll up one day and you see the bank is closed. Then if you happen to have had a security deposit box there, meaning that you felt like somebody you don't know, don't see and haven't really vetted is more qualified to watch your precious item and to, and to secure it better than you are. OK, that's 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 your that's your prerogative. I'm not bashing anybody on the call. Right. But. Now the bank closed and they didn't even have the common courtesy to give you a phone number. They said email them so they can get in contact with somebody, God knows when, to get you access to your security deposit box. That's, a That's crazy. That's a negative. Uh, this is not financial advice and I am not a qualified financial advisor. Purely <laughs> my, my opinion, only my opinion, this is for entertainment purposes only. What I would do if I got precious metal, I would not put them into a. It's gonna go in my safe. Hey, wherever you think is wherever <laughs> you think is better, um, yeah. because you know when something goes awry and you need access to your money or to your valuables and you can't get it, so what's it all? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's really good? Right. Hey, if it's not in your, as we say in this investor community with precious metals, if it's not in your physical possession, you don't own it. Right. Don't even get me on here for another three hour conversation about the money that you put in the B-A-N-K. <laughs> oh, right. The money that you deposit there is legally not yours. Legally. If 
if you were to go back through all of the fine print and all the paperwork we all filled out when we got a checking account, the money that you put in there legally no longer belongs to you. That's why you can't go in that job and be like, hey, play, let me go and get this 20K out. No, you go make a request for your money. And if you were to go to your BANK tomorrow and be like, yeah, let me go and get this 20 out, play, they'd be like, uh, sir, number one, uh, you're going to have to fill out some paperwork and you're going to have to request that. And nowadays, I'm hearing that they're beginning to scrutinize people and ask them what they need the money for. So y'all hey, do your, they, own, they, they, your they, own calculations to see what's really going on out here. It's my money. Cause that's what I want to fuck. <clears throat> <laughs> Better be prepared. Better have you little something in the sock. Boy, you know what I mean? So, But you know what's funny? Because I had a customer come to my store wanting to buy a large number of firearms the other day. And somebody said, my dumb and more. What? Be one for real? Yeah. Okay, all right, go ahead. Somebody came in the, uh, the store. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, dude came in. Oh, and, uh, he, he had a, a an extremely large amount of cash. Yes, sir. By a certain number of firearms. And he ended up paying with a black card. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I said, uh, I see I see where his where his pocket is at. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, so you see these cats coming here. I see them all the time. I knew they had some money. I didn't know they had that kind of money. <laughs> right. But you know the difference between non-melanated people and melanated people? When we get the money, we want to show the money. They don't. A lot of You're them right. don't. Because if you saw this dude, you wouldn't think you think he just worked at a construction job or something. <laughs> Somebody said AFT ATF knocking on his door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they be wilding in these comments. These are, are funny. <laughs> I told you, man. They they not playing in here. We we raw and uncut over here, brother. No, but you're right. And so that's I think that's a thing, Dre, and I guess I can just speak for myself. That's, I call it a maturity thing. You know what I mean? Like, I was taught that insecurity is allowed, but confidence is quiet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, um, I just feel like when you really, I mean, like everybody in this chat, in this comment room, we all from some type of hood. Bro, I don't care if you're from Memphis, I don't care if you're from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. Everybody <laughs> has grown up in some type of urban environment. You know what I mean? Right. I just feel like, if you really the older you get and the more mature you get when you really got it you don't feel the need to show it i think that a lot of us growing up in our culture in our bloodline in our hood we felt the need to show a lot because in our hood it's felt like it's like remnants from slavery like our worth is ascribed to us based upon what we have you know what i'm saying that's why like when you was little you wanted the jordans or the I'm really gonna date myself with this next one or the Jordan jeans or whatever or the gold chain because in our hood growing up uh uh you know status and respect and worth is ascribed to us based upon what we have so we always feel the need to let somebody know what we have I got a Gucci purse girl oh I'm coach bitch I mean like you always gotta let somebody know what you have but when you get to a place of confidence and yeah. maturity you no longer feel the need to impress people who ain't as grandma said they ain't got the keys to heaven or hell they not paying your rent or your mortgage you have you feel that there is no need to impress somebody uh for no reason for, for people right. who really don't matter you know what i'm saying like i told one of my homeboys back in the day i said man 
the people that really love you, you know, they don't I, like my home. I remember one of my homies from DC. Shout out to my man um, Tech, whatever he, whatever his name was. One of my boys from DC when we grew up, man, he was poor. I mean, like very poor. And right. yo, at no time did I ever care what this man had on his feet or on his back, cause that's my dude. I'm like, yo, yeah. I love you, cause you my boy. I could, I could care less if you never wear a Nike or a Polo or whatever. So, yeah, again, man. So yeah, difference between melanated people and us is, unfortunately, I feel like the remnants, the residue of the slavish mentality, the constantly competing against ourselves, the the constant feeling like you must prove yourself to somebody who it does not make it does not matter that you prove yourself to them you know what i'm saying like yeah i'm i'm, I'm past that like when, yeah. when when i go to some of these investment conferences dre uh it's it's real money out there i'm talking real money like i'm talking real money and i'm I, i'm looking like let me just be quiet and act like i know i'm you know what i'm saying like it's and you don't see no Gucci, you don't see no Balenciaga. And I'm not, and, and yo, I'm not disrespecting, I'm not saying disrespect to nobody in this chat. If you do your thing, rock your thing, respect, much love. I'm just saying that sometimes with some people, when they get to a certain level of mindset and awareness, they don't feel like they need to be a walking billboard all the time, advertising for a company that ain't paying you no money but you advertising for them and always trying to let somebody know you got it. Because let me tell you, the realest ones that got it, you would never know they got it because they don't feel like they need to walk around and show you that they got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a lot of people, like a lot of people even in this chat right now, don't know I have a clothing line and a shoe brand. My man. My man. Because I just, I've gotten to a point to where I stopped messing with the shoes and the clothes a couple of years ago. Right. Because our people wouldn't support it. Right. It didn't say Nike or Balenciaga or Louis or something like that on it. So they didn't want it. Right. It had Marcus Garvey on it. You know, I uh, know that's Eric right. Tubman, right. Tuskegee Airmen and stuff like that. It didn't it didn't say Supreme. So they they wouldn't support it. They'd rather pay a hundred dollars for the Supreme shirt than pay thirty dollars for a Marcus Garvey shirt. Yo, and I, I, yo, and again, I'm not knocking nobody on here. Love everybody, cause you know what, man. I was young once. I, I was a young and I was 18, 20, whatever, 30, and so I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be received. I don't want it to be misinterpreted that I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not being castigating or devaluating. I'm just saying that for me, once I got a little older and once I got to a place of increased maturity, by my definition, I just felt like, man, like. You know what I'm saying? I just don't feel like I need to impress anybody anymore. Shout out to Ghetto. My man said, Dickies and plain shirts while I was in my wardrobe. $30 sneakers and I'm good. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh, I will say this by the humility of God, by God's grace. I've been an investor for over 18 years. Uh, Y'all do the math. Uh, am I at Bill Gates level? Not even close. But am I poor? Far from it. Uh, I shop at like Marshalls, yo. I yeah. I, I don't feel the need. I'm grown. I got a son too. I got a. I, I just don't feel the need to spend a ridiculous amount on items to put on my body. Now something is quality. Again, I'm not knocking anything. It's nothing wrong with having nice stuff. Is I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with having name brand stuff. I just got to a place where I'm like, you know what, man? I'm just not about to be a walking billboard all the time. All my people do it. Y'all do your thing. 
I come in that junk, like my man say, with a plain shirt on, fresh haircut, brush my teeth, throw on some clean shoes, and I'm good. Because the people who love me don't care. You know what right. I mean? And I take that money and I buy something else, like precious metals, like stocks, like a generator, <laughs> like some food, like a water purifier, like a, you know what I'm saying? So, hey. I don't, I don't hardly ever buy clothes and stuff, man. And when I do, I go to Marshall's. Boy, brand names, it'd be the same Nike stuff and they just marked down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or Burlington Coal Factory. Boy, what? Yes, sir. Uh, And then, like, the t-shirts I wear, almost all the t-shirts y'all see me wear, I made those. Those are are from my clothing brand. This hat came off of my clothing brand. Shout out to Big Dre, 357, boy. You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) it's like, most of the stuff I wear, it's it's my own stuff. Wasn't nobody else supporting it, so I still... I keep the brain alive just so I can wear it. <laughs> I love it. That goes back. That goes back to the the mindset and the mentality. Again, no disrespect. Only love to everybody out here. If it happens to apply to somebody, I'm just saying. For me, excuse me, I got to a place where I didn't feel like I wanted to be a walking billboard anymore. Am I saying that I don't own nothing that say Nike or Polo? No, not at all. Yes, I own all of that. I'm saying that I prefer not to be like. You know what I'm saying? Like. Gucci, 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 like all over. No res- no disrespect to nobody who does. I'm just saying, that man said, drive around the Ford Taurus, right? Yeah. So anyway, that, that that's just the mentality. I feel like if I'm going to own all that Gucci, oh, you know I was black. I started clapping my hands. I said, if I'm going to own all that Gucci, I'm going to own some Gucci stock. If, yeah. if, if if you are infatuated with Nike, you like Nike, no, no disrespect. Go buy some Nike stock. That pays a dividend. So you could really be a boss. So that when Nike continues to make money, they pay you a quarterly dividend. That means four times a year, Nike's paying you money to own their stock. Now that's a boss. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that is the mentality that I would love for my people to begin to embrace. Man, man, stop letting these companies use us as just walking billboards. Let me tell you, in the business world, nothing is free. Everything costs money. Money costs money. You feel me? When you go to apply for a loan, that costs money because they're going to give you a $10,000 loan with a 20% interest rate on that junk. Everything costs money. Man, I remember um, I called this lady who shall remain nameless uh, for, I guess it was a consultation. I thought it was more of a kind of a friendly thing, but I I was quickly schooled. She charged me like, X amount of dollars just to call her on the phone. I'm like, man, everything costs money. My point is, stop letting these industries use us as beautiful people to constantly walk around always advertising for them without being paid for it. Yeah. If you're going to rock all this name brand stuff, you need to get you a deal with somebody or something, man. Like, I just see us wearing all this stuff, and I'm like, you're not getting paid for any of that, and you're just redirecting people back to this store, and they're going to make more money off of you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody said Foreman Mills. I'm wilding. Let me start. <laughs> I don't know about that commercial. Foreman Mills. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, they, uh, somebody told me to drop a link uh, to my stuff. Coy said the owner of Louis Vuitton is the richest man in the world now. I'm pretty sure he is. He's the richest man in the world now. I thought, uh, yeah, I guess so. 
that's probably I guess on so. Slang, that's probably on some slang stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like legendary, you know. Yeah, I don't know, man. These these folks out here, they they buy up all that Louis and all that stuff, man. I ain't mad at it, man. I'm just saying, right. man. I love my. I'm just saying. Look, have you a couple of other things in place? That's all I'm saying. Just lovingly, respectfully, do your thing. Just have some other things in place, yeah. So that when things take place in an unexpected manner, you're good. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know maybe consider you know like I say before, and everybody go right at least look left. You know, don't be such a follower, man. Like. You know what I mean? Like we we too beautiful, too bright, too brilliant, too creative, man. It just follow everything that everybody does. Plus, I'm grown. I ain't about to follow everybody no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grown, boy. So I'm about to do it. So um, yeah, man. But yeah, um, I, you know it. Just be more wise about how you spend your money. Yeah, I buy right. a lot of guns and stuff, but I have a channel, so I buy guns because I got to make content for the channel. Right. And uh, but they're also investments because I can turn around and sell them or trade them or do whatever I got to do. But I can get, I can use them to acquire other products. Yes, sir. Um, so even if stuff hit the fan, you know what I'm saying, and say currency wasn't a thing no more, and I had to do some bartering, right. I got something I can barter with. You know what I'm saying? Right. And remember, um, bartering is everything, man, from food. Yeah. To alcohol to toilet paper uh you know to you know to to the ammo um you know it's it's also um over-the-counter medications you know what i mean like ain't nobody trying to be you know go deal with having a, a fever and they don't have any tylenol or advil or buffering or whatever you know so yeah you know just learn to think outside of the uh octagon and um yeah. realize that preparedness is is Preparedness is kind of like it's kind of like a marathon. Like it's kind of like an ongoing thing. Like it ain't that preparedness is definitely not a sprint. There, there's always something that you can do. There's always something you can add. There's always something you can learn. Um, I was I was jiving around. I was joking, but I was really serious on one video. I said, "Man, you know, I went to this show, and uh, everybody was, you know, two a two a. That's that's cool. Much respect." I said, "But yeah. think about some other things, man. Like a book. I found a great book." on uh, medicinal remedies, um, you know, to to assist somebody that may have, have a medical issue. Hey, everybody got a medical issue. And if you don't keep living long enough, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, how about having a book where it talks about some natural herbal remedies, uh, some ways to address some common maladies or illnesses, you know what I'm saying? Like that's preparing this homie, that's preparing this queen. You have some things in your arsenal so that you are well-rounded. Um, you, you know, coming from the um, the cybersecurity arena, information technology that I, you know, I've been in for a long time, we talk about defense in depth. Right. Um, you know, you put a server. It's probably some tech people on here. You know, you put a server behind in the DMZ. Or you put it behind the firewall, and then you got access control and role-based control. Basically, you have you have defense in depth, meaning that. You got multiple things something has to go through in order to get to you and, you know, un unseat you. That's the way it should be in the preparedness community and the preparedness mindset. You should have multiple things in place so that if the banking, get, if the banking and the, the economic, if, if, if you wake up, I don't want to say tomorrow, if you wake up last week and the bank's not open and the ATM machines are not working, you should still have a way to, to be yeah. able to get some food for your family. 
the colonial pipeline thing that happened two years ago. I don't know yeah. how, how it may have affected you guys, but it hit us here on the East Coast where allegedly there was a hack because there's always a hack, right? And with all these cameras on, <laughs> how they can never find out who did the hack and bring them to justice. But anyway, there was a problem allegedly with the gas stations. So like it was a rack of gas stations that they weren't working. They didn't have any gas. Bro, when I tell you, people around here was looking ridiculous. They was like, I mean, people were very frantic. They couldn't get gas. They couldn't fill up. And if you was one of them lazy last minute people that always ride around on eat, you was hurting. Yeah. But maybe just maybe some of us were okay because maybe some of us, uh, we don't let our cars get below half a tank. And we also have a little bit of fuel at an undisclosed location. So, you know, if that happens, you know, what do you do? If, you know, there's so many things that can have power outage of extended duration. What if there's an attack on a local water treatment facility plant? What if there's just a, a, a main water break, as I've said in a previous video? These are real life things that I've seen. You put things in place, as one of my homies say, our goal is to create micro infrastructure. That is, you look at everything you need on a macro level and you do your best to recreate it on a micro level. You need energy. So you try to recreate that on a micro level by getting a generator that with some gas that can provide you some energy to charge up your devices, turn your lights on, power some appliances in your house. Um, if you old school from the country like me, you go out there, you chop wood, split wood, you got a fireplace and all that to keep yourself warm. Um, water, you know, what if there's a problem at the local water treatment facility? What if there's a boil water alert? What if you was in Flint? What if you was in Jackson? How are you going to drink? You should have some bottled water. You should have a filter. Um, you know, there are other things you can do, but you should have some basic things so that when life happens, you're not dead in the water. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can still continue to move forward with some sense of decency, sovereignty, and pride, and you ain't got to go bow down to some system. Uh, you know, you don't got to go to some camp or some set up facility because you have previously thought about it and put things in place. You know what I'm saying? So, well, it was it's crazy because uh, a few weeks ago when we had that snowstorm, uh, you probably snow got here. it. Yeah, cyber pandemic. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Drake. Uh, when we had that snowstorm, um, to try and keep the grid from overloading, they were shutting the, the grid down in sections. For okay. so much time, uh, and doing it in a rotation. And was this in Texas? Were you talking about in, in Tennessee? In Tennessee. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. Yeah. So and so people were kind of freaking out, and they were like, "What the hell is going on?" But to keep the grid from overloading, they were shutting it down in sections for like 15, 20, sometimes an hour at a time to try and balance out the grid. And so it was, it was freaking people out, man. And if you're not used to not having technology and you're not prepared, that was some scary stuff for a lot of people. I was just like, man, you'll be all right. It'll come back up. Hmm. See, I got, I was going to eat. I got food right there. So I was going to eat regardless. Right. <laughs> and then where I was at, you know, we, we, you know, I stayed with my lady. So she got a freezer full of food. Smart. Um, and then we could build a fire in the yard. Yes, cook sir. on if we need to. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, it just is what it is. Man, it's all fun and games until you don't have no food. Food is everything. I don't care. Because, yeah. you know, man, like, like they say that they say this stuff. I don't want to let me just be myself. They be saying the silly stuff like the average human can go for 
was it like three minutes without oxygen and blah, 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 and three weeks without food. Uh, you could think you can go three weeks without food, but you're not going to be functioning at an optimal level with your right mind full of strength after three weeks without food. Nah. If you ain't got no food, it's a wrap. Like 2A, 2A all day, you're going to be too tired. You ain't going to get no sight alignment, sight pitching. You're going to be hallucinating. Like, you you know, preparedness, baby boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we our, our people, we need to put some things in place so that if and when it happens, because it's coming. Um, and if you don't believe me, what what uh, what, what homegirl bougie say? Cyber pandemic. Hey, yeah. some of this stuff out here, man. Like, it's almost like the powers that be. They they think they 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 believe that we are too stupid and and too benighted. I won't say stupid. I'm sorry. We are too intellectually yeah. darkened to do anything. It's almost as yeah. if it's almost as if it's some kind of perverse game where they they be like. Uh, we're going to play this game, but uh, we know they won't listen. But let us let us give them a bit of a handbook anyway. But they won't even pay attention because yeah. I feel like if you are familiar with who though the WEF is, I don't even like saying any name. Is a World Economic Forum? They're not. They're not hiding. Nope. You can go you know to the website. Say, right? You can go. Yeah, I know exactly what they say. If you, you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. Homie said, you will own nothing and be happy. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things that are going on out here, man. So, you know, at this point, if if people are not interested in preparing, then, um, you know, they're, they're just going to have to be accountable for their decisions, you know. But um, yeah, it is my it is my hope and my prayer that we will begin to take a look at some things that are going around. And I, I can almost hear like my brother-in-law saying, because one day my brother-in-law was like, Man, you can't lay awake all night, you know, being worried about. It. You're right. I don't lay awake all night worrying about. It. I don't worry. I just put things in place and I keep it R and B smooth. I'm not saying be scared. I'm not saying lay up all night and worry. I'm saying use your eyes, use your ears, use your brain, use your discernment, your Holy Ghost, your chakra, your energy, your yin, your yang, whatever you want to call it. Look at what's going on out here. Make a note. And then get into some action and put some things in place so that when it all happens, you at least have put some things in place to mitigate the effects of some things that are going to happen. Right. And if it don't happen, then you just got some extra water, some extra food, some extra ice to bring to the cookout, and you're good. You know what I'm saying? You got an extra pair, you know, extra pair of clothes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. You know, this this, this country is beefing. With like the global superpower that makes yeah. everything, you know what I'm saying? Like this country is beefing with C H I N A. I can't believe I'd be selling this. Like I don't trust nothing on his internet. They beefing with them. They make everything. Why are you beefing yeah. with them? You know what I'm saying? Like look at anything in your house and everything be like made in made that in country. <laughs> what do you think happens if things continue to escalate more than how they're escalating now? What happens if they cut us off and say, no problem, we will no longer export anything to you? Can y'all please tell me what this country makes? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we make in comparison to what that country makes? I'm like, man, people better wake it on up, man. So, hey, we're we not about being scared. 
we're not about being panicking. We are and be smooth. We see yeah. what's good. We see what's going on. We get out. We make a couple preparations, get a couple things, and then we come back, get our favorite drink of lemonade, and we two step. We should out listen to some boys the men. Hey, that's how it is. Man, I'm gonna sit back and relax. I'm not gonna stress it. Um, I've already got some stuff worked out with some people. I know what my plan is. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm taking. Hey. So I mean, we're gonna be. And in addition to that, my bad. Last thing. One of my biggest things I harp on which you are already you have done a phenomenal job of doing big drake is <laughs> forming alliances building oh, yeah. relationships because yo you can't make it on your own right. everybody in here me you everybody gonna need somebody no matter how smart you are sharp you are how wealthy you are you're going to need someone we are stronger together than yeah. we are separated they know that which is why which is why the common narrative over two years and counting has been separated do your part stay apart don't go see your family for on yeah. christmas like yeah. like bro what's the big difference whether i saw him last week or saw him on christmas but don't get me started but anyway um form alliances build relationships it's okay to speak to people like yeah. seriously like every time you speak to a woman you ain't got to be trying to be hollering but like, good morning how are you hey nice shoes hey what's going on brother just just speak to people you just we're all going to need each other so sh shout out to you shout out to carbon q who's been very kind very generous she is absolutely brilliant magnificent you know she she brought i just brought me to you in terms of you know you know letting you know about who i am shout out to tribe of king shout out to everybody on here man form alliances man speak to people be nice to people. Ooh, be nice to people. Ooh, I felt the Holy Ghost on that one. Man, you don't know who you're going. You don't know who is who, who knows who, who has resources. The plug, I guess that's the common word. We say, yeah, I got the plug. You don't know who, man, be nice to people. Because, bro, you don't know who, who. You don't know who right. knows who. You don't know who has connections and access to who. And we all have more in common than we do that's apart, man. I'm I'm so tired of this red, blue, Democrat, Republican. Yeah. Um, man, look, man. My my granddaddy said left wing, right wing, same bird. You know what I mean? Like form alliances. Um, you know, start building relationships because you're stronger together. If something happened, man, you part of a village, it don't affect you as much. You're part of a village. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, oh, the colonial pipe, whatever, whatever gas station not working, no problem. Cause I got a gallon of gas. My man Hot Tub Tony got a gallon of gas. You know what I'm saying? Like Carbon Q got a gallon of gas. So yo, nobody in this village should not be able to drive their car. Cause we got a village. We got a mag. We got a tribe. We together. So if you're an individual, you short. Same thing with food. Oh, you know what? There's a rice shortage. There's a bean shortage. No problem. I got ten pounds of rice. My man, hot tub, Tony, that's only being a restaurant. My man, hot tub, Tony, guys. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm poking fun, but what I'm trying to, to accentuate is the power of togetherness. Yeah. Like we all got something, man. You like, you know what I'm saying? My baby girl crying at night. You know, she got this fever. No problem. We got Tylenol. Some, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're a part of something, whatever they throw at us, it can only be so effective because right. we are 
powerful beyond measure and damn near invincible when we stick together. Form alliances, man. Stay together. Be nice man, people. If we all if we all come together and bring what each what each one of us has to the table, we'll be all right. Man, please, we just gotta stop trying to take from each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I me, me and Queen was talking, man. We watched a lot of like Walking Dead stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, we ain't going to be having no zombies walking around. But that survival aspect of it could really happen. You never know. Don't nobody know it's in Area 51. But yeah, anyway, that's, that's true. For another, you never know what these jokes going to be doing. <laughs> well, man, <laughs> brother, you, uh, yeah. Stick together, man. You covered Stick a whole together. lot of stuff. <laughs> I was just letting you talk. Let's let you do your thing. I just, uh, I'm just honored to be here and I'm uh, very grateful and thank you guys for having me tonight and you know hopefully one or two things I you know I've said um, you know hopefully it's something that somebody can take and you know get up tomorrow morning like you know what let me listen to this knucklehead and go put a couple things in place you know what I mean um, yeah. man, we, just, we, we, we just stronger together man we're, we're invincible we're powerful beyond measure um, uh, and the day that we really get together is a day that nobody can touch us, you know what I'm saying? So right, right. Yeah, man. Stay prepared, stay alert, man. Stay watchful out there. Speak to people. Be nice. You just never know, man. You just you know. So yeah, stick together, yeah. man. Form a line. What you, you guys, what you guys are doing is lovely. I wish there were more people. It, it seems like the togetherness still seems to be more prevalent down south than it is up north, man. I don't, yeah. But um, you guys. In the south, man, we tend to, to stick together more. Because that's the culture, that's the way of life. You know what I'm saying? Down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we all about, you know what I'm saying, barbecues and drinking some beer together. You yes, know what sir. I'm saying? So yes, sir. all that weird stuff that people be doing where they don't speak to each other stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's weird to us. You know what I'm saying? We if we hold a door open for somebody, you know what I'm saying? That's just that's just what we do. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? But shoot, this whole hey, what's up, man? How you doing? And they looking at you all sideways and shit. We're not used to that. Right. Man, don't pay no mind. That'd be the same juggle you passed about 10 miles up the road. He got a flat tire, but he ain't want to speak to nobody. You be all right. Have a nice Yo, day. <laughs> you, see the, you see the video where the dude was walking up to the lady. He's like, excuse me, ma'am. She's like, what do you want? I'm married. He's like, oh, I was just going to tell you you had a flat tire. Right. And she's like, oh, will you help me fix it? He's like, no, I'll call your husband. He walked right. off. <laughs> right. That's funny. <laughs> But man, I definitely appreciate you coming through, brother. Man, so I know you just got through doing some stuff, oh, and uh, hadn't got been too long. Got home, you still got your. Uh... Oh, still got, but I know, right? It's all good. <laughs> man, it's uh, not seriously, Jay. Seriously, man, it, uh, it, it was it was a joy to be here tonight, brother. And I, uh, I'm humbled that you guys would have me on. And uh, again, shout out to um, everybody here. I'm only calling names only because these are the folks I know. To you, Carbon Q, and the Tribe of Kings, man. Top of salute, and um, I, I'm so grateful you guys had me. So. Thank oh, yeah, you so man. you're more than welcome to come through anytime, brother. You know what I'm saying? And so. you're always welcome to come drop jewels, man. My people, they love getting that, getting them jewels, man, getting that knowledge. They love that information. Mom. And that's what I like to, to bring to them. You know what I'm saying? I want them to have fun, but at the same time, I want to give them every time they come in, I want to, to leave with something. You know right. I just feel like so, if one win, we all win, man. If we share and empower each other, then, you know, man, what I'm saying? Let's one, have each one, teach one. My man. <laughs> each one teach that. one baby that's what i'm all about and see uh my brother down here sunday view fishing that's another man that's another super super educated thank you brother. so much coy super educated brother ghetto so 
All these people oh. in here, man. We got some educated people in here, man. We don't, we're not running, running around with some knuckleheads. I don't sleep on nobody, but I'm probably much more educated than I am. Like I said, I, hey, I stay humble. <laughs> hey, thank you for having me. Uh, man, I'm just trying to share a little something to be a blessing. And it's all man, good. come around, check us out. You know what I'm Joke. saying? Now, I want to, uh, you know, I got a little producer, you know what I'm saying? Be helping me out. Shout out to them. And, uh, I uh, I ain't gonna throw him up. I ain't gonna throw him out there. <laughs> <You're a bummer>. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them uh, for the support. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, yeah, man, we gonna shut this thing down. Do you want to give them all your social media outlets? Uh, any way you know it, man? Um, yeah, you know, I, I think everybody can find me on at Ten A Ready on Instagram. Um, I have a website. Uh, that's more of like the, I guess, for like the. The corporate stuff of people bring me in for the consultations and for my stock market stuff you're welcome to check that out as well but um you know um if you want to follow me or check me out on instagram man you just might learn something because i tried to uh say a couple things man to uh you know make people laugh and uh, at the same time try to educate them on a couple of real things so yeah i'm definitely gonna check you out man because i want to i want to get into the, the whole stock thing um anybody out here you know carver's been dropping this link throughout thank you so uh, much and uh, cause she's she's one of the best moderators in the game. Her Aww. and Santa and them. I got some dope moderators, man. That's what's up. And uh, his link has been dropped throughout the show. I've been okay. dropping his link. Um, and so go show him some support, man. Go subscribe to his his IG and stuff, man. Go check out his website. Check out all the information he's putting out. Show him some love, y'all. Invite him, you know, welcome him to the family. Listen, everybody. Sure. That has a channel in this chat. Drop three five seven fam in the chat right now. So Nightbot can drop your link. You know what I'm saying? We want hey, Dre, I, hey Dre, sorry because I think Get, Ghetto said Big Dre. The link you throwing out doesn't work, but Shana or Shana link works for him though. Okay. I guess my link broke. As I right. Shana got you covered. <laughs> Yeah, we got you covered. We're gonna get you out there, brother. Oh, um, some of you fishing said he posting a new video tomorrow at 10 uh 10 a.m. Central Time tomorrow. Okay. So y'all go subscribe to these channels, man. Show everybody some love. Brother, again, oh, man. you come through here looking like Jay-Z son of the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess your wife might be slung. Hey, I gotta laugh because I stay clowning people about who they be looking like, man. That joke is funny. That dude. Like Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know. Look, Jay Z not looking too good these days, though, boys. I don't know. Hey, 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 no, <laughs> yeah, Jay Z old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Man, he, oh, he hey, was, you can tell, he, hey, you can tell Jay Rich Rich. Hey, look, you can tell Jay he rich rich good boy. He is unconcerned with the clothes he wear, and I'm not mad. Jay, Jay be chilling. Jay like, man, Jay, stuck, man. Jay like I'm gonna go and wear this shirt from Target, and I'm good. And I yeah. ain't mad. <laughs> I ain't mad yeah. at him. He ain't stuck nothing, brother. He ain't stuck nothing. But yeah, man. man oh, man. appreciate you coming through. Hang out for a second. Everybody in the chat, love y'all. Again, appreciate y'all. 
my man uh bangers man again brother appreciate you brother you're always coming through showing mad love appreciate you y'all be blessed stay dangerous we're gonna Bless. shut this thing down man we That's out right blessings y'all thank you so much